This is Montego Bradley from Fans of Patrol, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 371 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. With me this week, my co-host, the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Hey, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. And you know it. When we have a horror movie to review, Aubrey is nowhere to be found. <laughs> you got to call in the big guns. That's right. You know her. You love her. You may hate her. From the Fans on Patrol podcast, we got Miss Tiffobot. Oh, my God. Uh, I like that you would suggest that people may hate me. I'm, could, I'm like, certain of it. How could anyone hate you? Come on. <laughs> we'll find out. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk some news. We got trailers for The Matrix 4 and Hawkeye coming on Disney+. And then we've got our review of the newest movie from James Wan, straight from HBO Max, Malignant. Maleficent? No. <laughs> no. Malignant. <laughs> Before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing? Tiffobot, how are you? It's great to have you back on the show. Yes, um, I'm doing pretty good. I am, as always, here's the thing. Um, if you listen to Fans on Patrol, um, you know that I like to be liked. So, but I am not great at making that happen. However, <laughs> you hate everyone, but you want everyone to like you. Oh, yeah, it's a horrible <laughs> mental disorder. Yeah. So, I'm excited to be invited here because I feel like it means at least one person somewhere likes me. Well, actually, everybody else said no, but um. uh, uh, I'm going to mute myself. I need to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about Fans on Patrol for some of the listeners who have been living under a box for a few years? So Fans on Patrol is just another one of these nerdy podcasts in this group. It's not so, another and, nerdy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. But I do uh, think that, like, with So Wizard and a couple of our other compatriots, we um, maybe do a little bit more than that. And so uh, we do games and review movies and talk nerd news. And if you want to hear more of that good stuff, you can find us um, at Fans of Patrol on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, see us at fanspatrol.com and listen to us anywhere that you find So Wizard, probably. Awesome. Yeah, one of my favorite shows. I listen to you guys every week, uh, sometimes even before you post in our <laughs> chat telling us that it's out. I've already listened to it. So it's my go to for the treadmill or grocery shopping. Hey, that's actually fucking a compliment. Yeah, because the is. treadmill is ass. And yeah, so, so is grocery, grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Markellis, how the hell are you this week? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Cinemark just announced that they are doing a platinum card for moviegoers. So my new get the platinum card where they play the fucking food food flow commercial <laughs> on demand. You, I get to tell them to run it back, play it again. 
Um, but no, you, you know, you get like a bigger discount, you get more free tickets. So my goal is to, before the end of the year, watch enough movies to um, to uh, get that platinum card. They they put a carrot in front of me and now I'm going to be chasing it. I'm so, pretty sure that we, we qualify. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. I mean, it seems like a lot of movies, but they're, they are doing like a special uh, up until the end of the year. So um, yeah, unfortunately, I got the, the uh, state fair coming up that I work at every year. <laughs> So that's going to put a little bit of a damper over the next three weeks of my movie going, but... Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Do we get to know, like, what you do? Are you worried that people are going to come find you? Oh, yeah. Do you sell corn dogs? Or like I, what? <laughs> I do not sell corn dogs. I sell uh, these re- these amazing... <laughs> I catch myself there. These amazing t-shirts uh, oh, okay. with um, different uh, animals on it. There's like uh, eagles, bald eagles oh, with, wait, with no. flags behind it, and uh, donkeys, a pit How bull high? riding a Harley. It's like it, they're just <laughs> I like want that. the most amazing shirts. I my personal favorite is the uh, tie dye pink with the unicorn and a rainbow and a castle in the background. That's like uh, yeah. it's my standard. But I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Quarantine 19 is all over my body, so I don't know if those shirts are going to fit anymore. I might have to get a whole new set of shirts. Um, but uh, that's what's happening in my life over the next few weeks. I, I well, actually I, really like that. <laughs> I think the, the uh, cutoff to become platinum is 50 movies. And on my letterbox, it says we've watched 67 already this year. So yeah, buddy, I can, Ooh, I, can right. I can see that shiny card right in front of me right now, man. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> awesome uh yeah i wish i had anything remotely exciting to talk about i do not i've uh just still working a lot getting ready for new york to come up um that's in 20 something days uh new york comic Con. So okay i just had to give my friend uh 400 for hotel and oh. con tickets and that oh. was very painful to go to the atm and take that out dude you're yeah you're, you're not ready for Dragon Con, and if that's a lot, you're not ready for Dragon Con. I mean, it's not a lot, but it, it is a lot. So you know, it is, it is, and it isn't. But uh, yeah, it's, it sucks. You know, it no, sucks. I'm there with you. It isn't. Here's the thing, I could, I feel like I could probably be a millionaire, and if someone's like, give me four hundred dollars for this thing that you owe me for, I'd be like, <clears throat> it's because like I have, I have lived my life where there's been shoestring moments to the degree where I'm like, is this $2 charge going to go through at this gas station? No, geez. <laughs> we all so, like, been there. So like, and, yeah, so I get it. Anytime like someone's like, remember when like we did that thing and you needed to vend on me three months ago and you owe me $475 and you're like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I get it. So, yeah, I've just been working a lot. Uh, that's coming up in about three weeks. So once that's through, then it's pretty much going to be back to uh, not working at job number two, like six days a week. So uh, there, I plan on having a good time. There, there's going to be some cool stuff happening in New York. They're going to be doing like uh, some Ghostbusters exclusive stuff, I think. Yeah, we're only there on Thursday and all the stuff that's cool is happening Friday and Saturday. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of like I used to go to a lot of cons. I don't really talk about that that often, but I did. I used to went to go to like just and that before like I was a podcaster. I just did them for like fun. Uh, and now that I do podcasting, I don't think I've been to one. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I go to more now than I ever did because of the podcast. So 
we're uh, we're going to this. This is this one's just for fun. And then Rhode Island uh, Comic Con's coming up in November, where we'll be uh, doing some coverage for the show. Uh, before I jump into it, I want to send a huge shout out to all our listeners in Kuwait. Uh, we love you guys. Love you, Kuwait. Big ups to Kuwait. As uh, we record this, we are the number one film review podcast in Kuwait. So much love to you guys. Please keep listening. Uh, just keep keep listening. It does, just turn it on. Don't even listen to it. Just put the phone down and walk away. <laughs> oh, just hell keep yeah. Keep I love that. I love that. If you want to like just turn on the last few for like three months and then just like as they, you know, let them go while you're sleeping. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, big ups to you guys in Kuwait. We love you guys. We see you guys out there. But enough about us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about us, Marcellus Reagans. Let's tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right. So everybody can go over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. Uh, you'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you will find some recommendations on new movies, books, and TV shows from the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there. We have a tea public store where you can shop to get some t-shirts, sweatshirts, journals, coffee mugs, baby onesies, all types of things with the So Wizard Podcast logo and designs all over it. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook. We have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, my personal favorite, Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Mollyhawk, including movie reviews, trailers, uh, trailer reactions and interviews uh, we have a patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show shout out to all of our podcasting family in the geek world all-stars podcast and network back to you joey i want to ask you something what? Where are you from? You're not from Guilin, are you? I... I'm from Japan. Japan? I know it. It's a foreign country, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's your favorite, Mark. I love that so much, I don't know why. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got some news to discuss this week. We actually managed to have news drop before we recorded. This is a very exciting time for us. Very exciting time. So let's do it. Let's drop the drop and let's talk the news. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in nerdy news, uh, after much anticipation of everyone just waiting, when are we going to get footage of the new Matrix movie? When is it going to happen? Uh, last week, it happened. We got a trailer for the new Matrix movie, Matrix uh, Resurrections, as uh, the uh, title leaked like the a, a little while ago. Uh, this one uh, gives us a, an idea of what our hero Neo and uh, Trinity have been up to. Uh, in these waning years, uh, gives us a, a little a little peek of of what is going to be uh, coming from not both of the Wachowskis, just one Wachowski sister, Alana uh, Wachowski, I believe. Uh, so yeah, you know they're coming back. They're they're digging back into the well to the Matrix, 
it looks different from the other ones, which is um, which I thought was really cool. But uh, yeah, let's go around the room and see what did we think of this footage for the new Matrix movie, Matrix Resurrections. Let's start with our guest, Tifflebot. Oh, okay. Um, so I watched, so as a lot of us know, um, there was a lead up to this with like some teasers and that yes. really cool website mm-hmm. where you would click the pill to, you know, see, and you'd get different trailers depending on which pill you clicked, obviously. And um so the reason I mentioned that is because I found that to be so much more intriguing and exciting than, than this actual trailer, which <laughs> I am concerned about because first of all, I, some people might know this. I, I watched the matrix late. Mm-hmm. So like I, I came to it with maybe a little bit of a poisoning of the well, because like, when by the did time you, I, when did you see it? How, like how late had you seen it? Um, I think Thursday. when they came out in 1999. Yeah. Yep. And I think I saw it in 2004. Um, and I've only seen it twice now. I think it's been two times I've seen it. Um, so just what I'm saying, like by the time that I'd seen it, it had been lampooned so much that it had almost like retroactively made it seem cheesy. Yep. Yep. Uh, which is not the film's fault. I'm just, I, I'm just saying that, but it's your fault. It is. My, it's 100% my fault. <laughs> so this trailer scares me a little. It does look, I like it. First of all, it, it's a little bit remin- reminiscent of, um, What's that fucking movie? I love this movie, but it's got uh, Christian Bale in it. Equilibrium. Okay. That's yep. a great movie. It, I love that fucking movie, but it's got like an equilibrium vibe to it. where like, clearly they're being medicated every day with like the blue pill or they're taking it on purpose because they want to stay in the matrix for some reason. And I mean, they indicate, they say in the trailer that that's because Trinity's there and blah, 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 blah. But what I see when I see this, is like kind of like what I would call the Disney syndrome, hmm. which is where like at the end of, for instance, Little Mermaid, she has become a human and has legs. That's the end. She goes on shore and leaves her family, right? right. But in the Little Mermaid two, <laughs> she has a fin again because uh, Disney can't conceive of that have a continuation of the story. It has to just be a rehash, right? This is the Little Mermaid be- two canon. <laughs> Uh, yes. You know what? Didn't they say that everything that was on streaming on the the Disney Plus was canon, and it's on there? Sure. So yes, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I don't care. First off, and then I'm gonna say yes. But that being said, this trailer doesn't look like they're just like re kind of redoing the first movie. Yep. That makes me sad. Am I am I stupid? Well, I don't think they want to give away what the quote unquote, what the matrix is. I think they want to say, Hey, you guys remember you guys like the first matrix, right? <laughs> Here we go again. There's some, there's a, a younger Morpheus and there's some Kung Fu and there's some <laughs> agents and some motorcycle chases. Yeah. You like that stuff. Come on back. Yeah. Welcome home. Yeah. All right. Well, Joy, what about you, dude? How, how did you feel? How did this matrix footage scratch you, dude? Um, well, right off the bat, let's say this movie, what comes out December, like right around Christmas time. Uh, yeah. yeah. December 22nd. All right. So we have a, an extreme dark horse woman crush of the year candidate for matrix, Jessica Henwick <laughs> with, the, with the short blue hair. Oh God. <laughs> well, let me rewind that back and watch it in slow motion a few times. I was masturbating in matrix. It was like, I was like falling backwards. My arms were flailing. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Put on no. a fucking trench coat. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to be the one to say it, but you said it. You said it yourself. And then if you really think about masturbating in the Matrix and coming in the Matrix, 
just, I mean, I don't want to think about that. And like, just somebody, you know, never mind. I don't want to be the person that does that to this show. <laughs> you it, should be, dodge it. it should be Joey. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> dodge it like the Matrix. Fucking crusty socks flying all over the place. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Anyway, uh, back to the, uh, back, back to the trailer. Um, so I read all the spoilers to the movie, right? <laughs> of course you did. They were on 4chan and Reddit like months ago. I don't know if they're a hundred percent accurate, but I've been told that they're pretty close. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be the Debbie Downer because I don't think either Wachowski or one of them has made anything good since the first fucking major. <laughs> 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 um, it, so it, it's tough because like I have what I call my past for life for people. So yes. If you're a director and you make three awesome movies, you can make as much shit as you want for the rest of your life. If James Cameron wants to make Avatar 27 <laughs> at some, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. He, he's given us Terminator 1, Terminator 2, The Abyss, uh, True Lies, Aliens. He can make whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, I did like Bound is pretty good. Yeah. It's not great. It's pretty good. It does have uh, Jennifer Tilly uh, getting it on in it. So it's always a good plus. But uh, the, the original Matrix is an absolute masterpiece. It's a fucking yep. classic. Yep. Uh, what scares me is like how much of that is actually them and how much of that was dumb luck because <laughs> most of what they've made since has not been very good. So I know you like Speed Racer, Mark. I know you do. Yes, uh, but I, I'm also very biased on Speed Racer. Like I can right. see the flaws in a movie, but you can't tell me anything about Speed Racer. I'm I'm all about it regardless. Right. And it does have Christina Ricci in it, so it's I hard to say no. Yes, but I, I just I don't have the confidence that they can that they can pull off a reboot of the Matrix that is going to be good. Um, I like the visuals in the trailer. I wake, like the way the trailer looks. I like the basic ideas of the story. But at the end of the day, I just I have zero confidence in anything involving this movie. I am expecting it to be god awful. So, <laughs> wow. The pills I, look good, though. The pills look like you want to take them. Well, you know, if you think about it, Cypher um, was the bad guy in the first one. He wanted to be put back in the Matrix, and you can't really blame him. You know what no, I mean? Like, you woke up and you're, I don't want to – listen, I don't care if the real world is a pile of dog shit that I sleep in. If that's what it is, I don't want it. Yeah. I mean, what was – I'll be your battery if I get to sleep in a bed with a sheet on it. Right. Like, <laughs> the dude was like, let me hang out here and eat steak and, you know, just have a normal life. And then um, – or I can go sleep in this dirty, like <laughs> – <laughs> like hobo land where they have weird uh, drum orgies once a week. <laughs> so I understand. I'm just saying, I understand why people would want to stay in the matrix, but you know, there was lots of weird stuff. Um, and the other thing is, is like Morpheus isn't in it. Is he in it? Uh, Black Manta appears to be playing Morpheus, yep. um, but he's young Morpheus. Um, I know the Wachowskis in, in, in another like a complete fucking idiotic move by them were obsessed with like having you have to watch this Animatrix DVD and play this shitty video game. And so you would understand the whole story, which is ridiculous. So I know that Morpheus uh, Lawrence Fishburne died in the terrible Matrix online. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? So that's that's fucking part of it. I, I mean, it could be it was supposed to be official canon for all this stuff. And the way they treated um, Enter the Matrix, a video game, was like you were supposed to have watched it. I actually never got that far into it because the game's god awful. <laughs> I remember I got stuck on a trash can in one aisle, like a waste basket. Like I was running, fighting people, and my character got stuck on a waste basket. And yes. I was like running in space. Um, and then I died and it kept happening. I was like, fuck this game. And I paid like yes. 50 bucks for it, too. Um, fucking I'm enjoying everything. Listen. Everything about this, 
Love it. Terrible. Um, Terrible. How god awful. No, I Jupiter Ascending is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And I and I and I, I didn't like Sense Eight. I thought that was really terrible. Um <laughs> I didn't like Cloud Atlas. It was boring. Um, you know, uh, I, the track record isn't there and, and, and the, the two matrix fucking sequels they made, you know, with the two of them, not just one of them, but the two matrix sequels they made, aren't that great either. So like the pedigree of like what, what I'm supposed to be excited about besides nostalgia for the original movie from 1999. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get people that are fucking so into this. Like it's just it. The matrix is back. I can't wait. It's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I hate to be Debbie downer, man, but I don't know. I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. I, I, I kind of agree with you, dude. I like, I love the first movie. I remember I was more excited for the first matrix than I was about a episode one. Oh, uh, let's not get crazy. Here, those though. posters were sitting like right. <laughs> those posters are in the theaters, like right next to each other. And everyone probably including you, Joy was like, Oh my God, episode one. And I'm like, you guys don't know about these Wachowskis, man. They, they, these guys are good filmmakers. No, I had I seen this- bound in the movie theater. So I knew that they were good filmmakers and I was excited after seeing the trailers, but there was no way I was more excited than I was for episode one. Come I was, on, I was pretty close to being excited because I knew what they were, what they were bringing. And I was glad that I wasn't, I'm glad that I wasn't disappointed. I love the first matrix movie. I think it's amazing, but yeah, you're right, dude. I watched the recap of the third movie and they were showing scenes like fight scenes from the third movie. And I'm like, I don't remember any of that happening at all. Like I, I know I own those movies somewhere, <laughs> but God, oh, I, I own them too, and and both those movies have great parts in them, but yes. they're not good movies, right? Uh, sure. And what I was saying earlier about the video game was that I had mentioned to Brandon from uh, Cult Forty Five that uh, one of my favorite boxers of all time, Roy Jones Jr., who's uh, without getting into sports, like legitimately, like probably one of the greatest fighters who ever breathed, um, is in the fucking movie, and he doesn't have a fight. And it reminded me of like Mulan when they had Donnie Yen and he didn't, he didn't have a fight in it. And I was just like, how do you have Roy Jones Jr. in your movie and he doesn't have a fight scene? Like that should have been like day one. The first thing you write on the piece of paper before you you're like, open movie fight scene for Roy Jones. <laughs> like, um, And he's like, oh, it was in the in the video game. If you got far enough, you got to see. It. Oh, OK. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me with that shit? So that's why I just I don't really trust them in their fucking decisions. So but yeah, there's cool stuff in those two movies, Mark. I agree with you. It's just they're not good. Yeah, they're not solid movies. And even together as like a whole, like a part two and three, um, they're not really that solid. And then, you know, I love Speed Racer. That's, you know, I just love that movie. But Jupiter Ascending is God, I wanted to punch myself in the face <laughs> during the end of that movie. Like, what so happened to these guys? So I was like, oh, this is going to be like the return to form. And God, that movie was just like atrocious. So yeah, I, yeah, what is there to be excited about? You know, just a, a trip down memory lane of hopefully there's like a, a newer Neo that can make another franchise moving forward. Right. And that's something that I had, had said a couple times, like if. You want to even say, okay, the the original Matrix was this huge smash hit. They had all this hubris. Um, plus, the um, you know the guy was going through uh, transitioning at the time. It probably wasn't an easy time for him behind the scenes. Right. Um, and they had so much power in the making of those two sequels, and no one would say no to them, no matter what they wanted to do. Yeah, and that's why well, they were a mess. But then you'd say, okay, well then they they've been humbled. They're going to come back with a different movie in a few years, make something else, and maybe they'll show their talent again. And they never did. <laughs> artists are never humbled. That's the problem. True, true artists are mm. never humbled because they don't 
You know what I mean? They have a vision and they don't really care if you like it. But uh, notoriously, I am known in my friend group for having to leave Jupiter Ascending because I laughed too hard. (laughs) Um, I had to go out in the hallway and have some time to myself (laughs) because I was laughing so hard that other people were enjoying – the four other people that were in the movie theater (laughs) were trying to enjoy the film. That was actually the two Wachowski sisters and uh... – (laughs) <laughs> they were there for a special screening. You're laughing in their face. Oh, Jesus. I mean, like the scene that had me, uh, the scene that had me going into the hallway, uh, was when she goes to the house and there's bees and the bees are like, the, they, she's moving her hands and the bees are following her. And that guy is like, bees, no royalty. Yes. And I was like, I have <laughs> to leave. Ah. I have to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Jupiter Ascending is the funniest comedy I've ever seen. Mm. No. Do you know what I mean? No, no. it's awful. No, it's, it's, no, awful. it's bad. It's, 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 it's awful. But no, the pills look good. I mean, I, I, no, and I've... You, ever you since, just want to take the pills. Ever since, ever since I was a child, I've been obsessed you wanted with to take like, pills. pills. <laughs> they look... They are correct. You have to lock that shit up. They do look like candy. Mm. And I swear to God, if they were like... Hey, in the Matrix, the blue one blows out your anus, and the red one ascends you to heaven. I'd be like, give them both to me because they look like gelatin. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I would just be so stupid. The Matrix is not for me. I need a uh, well. I guess the Matrix is for me. I cannot handle making decisions. Um, you're gonna have to watch it either way, though. Knowing oh, oh, how your uh, show runs, very similar to our show, you're watching it. Yeah. Oh, uh, I will be seeing this. Mm. Period. I have no choice. Not only because of the show, uh, but I hope I kind of hope for a Jupiter ascending um, <laughs> level movie. I haven't laughed that hard in years. So we know Tiff will watch the movie for the pills. Uh, Montego <laughs> will probably watch it for the motorcycle. Uh, we got blue hair Jessica Henwick for Joey. I don't know. I don't know what we got for me and Aubrey. But I know. We, I know what we have for you. What's it is that? the enduring hope of the truly good. <laughs> Yeah, that I'm w- dead inside, and therefore this have is the no one. Anything. This, this is the one. movie they're going to turn it around. This is the one. Right? I'm sorry, just the fact that there was two Wachowskis, and one of them was like, "Fuck that, I'm out of here," <laughs> and the other one was like, "I'll, <laughs> I'll do it." Like, <laughs> this that, one looks bad, yeah. and the other one was yeah. like, "No." That's another not. thing that scares me a little bit too. Is like, you know, why why did one of them not come back, and then one of them's just like, "Yeah, fuck it, I could use some money." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've said this before when we've talked about it. I wish um, the two of them had just stepped aside, taken a nice check and executive producer credit, and WB just got some young, hungry, like action movie directors or sci fi movie directors. Like uh, everybody that made Upgrade, for example, Mark, or, oh, yeah. you know, the, the guys behind the raid or something like that, you know, and been like, hey, go, here's the Matrix, go fucking nuts. <laughs> you would get something amazing instead of I this. I agree. Yeah, I but- do think that, um, and I think we've all touched on this from time to time, um, is part of what makes Hollywood difficult is the insul- insular nature in which creation occurs. So what I'm saying by that is, like, I think they're still doing it, but for do you guys remember, like, when those um, young kids in Africa were going viral for making, like, short science fiction films on their phones? Yes. Yeah. Like, that, to me, is more amazing than somebody who's given $300 million. Like, because with $300 million, you should be able to do something. 
Do you know what I mean? Like anybody should be able to do something with $300 million. It's just like, and because of that, I think like there's like this whole kind of like a block in some of like, well, these people um, haven't esteem, like, reached an esteem in Hollywood and therefore their movies are worthless. We'll buy them and put them in like so that the scripts can't get made, but we won't let them. No one's ever going to see their movie. Well, that's kind of what Marvel is doing. Marvel is reaching out and grabbing filmmakers that are not necessarily uh, not necessarily used to like you know two hundred million dollar budgets. So right, there, I think that's great. Yeah, there there is a there is a, a system in Hollywood that is kind of working to offset that. Thank you, Marvel. <laughs> uh, all right, so so uh, we'll see. So again, just uh, just to reiterate, uh, the Matrix. Resurrections will be out December 22nd in theaters and on HBO Max. And we will be covering it on the podcast, so prepare yourself. <laughs> All right. So uh, so speaking of Marvel, uh, we also got a trailer uh, uh, relatively recently for the new Hawkeye TV show. Uh, we did see some pictures of them filming it out in the street, so we knew that it was happening. But we actually got a trailer, a teaser trailer, a poster, and a release date. So what did you guys think of the Hawkeye trailer? Let's start with Joey this time. I loved it. Yeah. I was so happy watching this trailer. I wanted to like cry. I, I just, I thought it was fucking great. I love um, the run of comics that this is loosely based on. Uh, Matt Fraction, uh, David Aja, uh, Hawkeye. And that's getting adapted is great. Everything looks great. Uh, Jeremy Renner looks like he's not sleepwalking through it. Um, <laughs> and I, I know a lot of people don't like him and he does a lot of douchey stuff or cringy stuff like his music career. But he's a really good actor when he cares. <laughs> the Hurt Locker is a really good movie. Oh, shit. What was that other movie where he's a uh, detective that just came out? Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Wind River. He's good in that too. Um, yeah, I heard that was good. I everyone, my friend keeps telling me to watch that movie, and I just haven't gotten around to it yet. You know why I watched that movie? Because uh, freaking uh, Scarlet Witch is in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sat down. I had my uh, hand Holy lotion. Shit. I was ready to go, and it was actually a good movie. Yeah, um, I was gonna say that's like a that's like a, a it, it, from the trailer. It looks like a like a low budget serious drama movie. So yeah, I'm kind of oh, surprised it's, it's you did. It was pretty good. It. it was pretty good for what it was. So, okay. um, but he's a good actor when he wants to be, and he's like challenged. And I don't know. I just I I love the concept. I like everything that I'm seeing about it. And it's also a different dynamic where he is a married father as the superhero. So yeah. it looks goofy and fun and exactly what I need to watch right now. So I am all in on uh, Hawkeye. Awesome, awesome. All right, Tifflebot, how do you feel about the Hawkeye trailer? Uh, okay. So I hate Hawkeye. Of course. <laughs> um, that being said, oh, I also hate Jeremy Renner, but mm -hmm. for the reasons that, uh, I feel like Joey kind of stole my thunder because he was like, I know that Tiffany is going to say this shit about him and I'm going to like, just take it away from him. <laughs> Cause I totally was going to talk about his shitty ass. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, do you remember when you told me to read the Hawkeye origins book? Yep. I did read that. Nice. And it's very good. And so I watched this trailer begrudgingly because I came on this show. And <laughs> Paul, I would have had to watch it anyway. Right. Uh, I don't hate it. Oh. Right. Is that not insane? Like, I would watch this. Oh, That's shit. That's Haley Steinfeld, right? Yes. Yes. 
Star of Bumblebee. Yeah, Star of Bumblebee, which I also liked, which was a surprise. Um, but this is this looks better to me than some of the other shows that I might that you might have assumed that I would enjoy. Like I will watch this. That's like, insane to me. I know that you guys are like, yeah, cool, say something interesting. I'm like, to me, this is like my mind is blown because I would, <laughs> if you would have asked me before I watched this trailer whether or not I would sit down and watch an episode of this, I would have said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that sounds about right. So now I've watched this, and I'm like, I'll probably watch the whole thing. Nice. Also, like, I didn't know, and I'm sure you guys probably did because you guys are whatever. And like, I guess I kind of did remember because it's in the book, but I forgot, is that he's from Waverly, Iowa. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? Why? I think Why like, not? Oh, how do you say that someone's um, small town yokel? Just say they're somewhere in Iowa. Nobody even knows where Iowa is. Just pick <laughs> one of those weird towns. Boone. That's where he's from. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was weird. Uh, Tiff, just for our fans, uh, where are you broadcasting from? Iowa. Yeah. Morning, the, the capital, <laughs> the, 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 the huge capital of, of Iowa, which I don't even think has a million people in it. Maybe two, maybe a million. Very small. We're small here, you guys. Small town folk. Well, uh, the, the show does debut uh, November 24th. I think it looks awesome. Somewhere in my huge box of comic books, I have like that Hawkeye uh, series that I bought at a convention, never read it. So uh, I will try to get to that before November 24th. Um, I really like the fact that it's a Christmas show, kind of. I, I liked him yeah. telling his family, you know, I'll be home for Christmas. And I'm like, oh, they're going to do like a Home Alone type of thing. Um, <laughs> and the tones are really funny. Like, uh, yeah, Jeremy Renner can do comedy really well when he when he wants to. I think he has a really good sense of humor. So seeing him kind of uh, – the, the scene in – um. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron when he's with when he teaches Scarlet Witch you know you know you go out, walk out that door you are an Avenger it's one of my favorite scenes out of that whole movie so seeing him kind of be the mentor of uh, Kate Bishop and seeing her kind of have like a, a wise ass attitude like you know some people say I'm a great archer some of those people you yeah so <laughs> so I think, I will say oh sorry oh, no go ahead no I was gonna ask you guys if um and I could be wrong here. But I kind of felt like he was a different person when I watched this trailer. And I kind of wonder if um, Jeremy Renner may or may not be slightly butthurt when he is not the center of attention. So he might give, I would say that he might get, and and there's something, you know, I get it. I'm also that way. But like, uh, might give a better performance when they're like, this is, this is yours. Right. So he's coming in hot because he's like, (laughs) it's all about me. No, nah, I don't. I don't think that's the case. He's been <laughs> he's been the side guy for years. Up until Hurt Locker, he was always like number five on a call sheet. You know what I mean? Like he was never like the main guy. So he's 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 fine in that world. He's he's used to being in that world. I think he's very excited to possibly turn the reins over to another Marvel hero. And, and hey, we get another member of the Young Avengers. So yes. Oh my God, they are totally building towards it. Duh. And also, Duh. shout out to the uh, the Steve Rogers the Broadway musical, which looks <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> I, I I need more of that in my life. That looks awesome. Uh, so yeah, so like I said, November twenty fourth, the Hawkeye TV show on Disney Plus. Yet another thing we will be covering on the podcast. <laughs> it's on the list. All right, so you know, I think that's enough. I think we got enough news out of the way. Uh, that should be it for this week. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to review Malignant. 
This podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host So Wizard. So download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Just download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbean at podbean.com and use the code PODCAST21 for your first 30 days of podcast hosting free. Check it out and tell them So Wizard sent you. And we are back. All right, guys. We all had a chance to check out the new movie, a horror movie from James Wan, Malignant, now playing in theaters and on HBO Max. As always, we will start off with our non-spoiler impressions. So if you haven't seen it, you can hear about what we thought, and then you guys can bounce. You've listened enough for it to count as a download. So get out of here and go watch the movie. The rest of you stick around for a little bit more discussion. Uh, before we get started, though, Tiffobot, did you go to the theater or did you watch on HBO Max? Oh, at HBO Max for sure. All right. Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh, yeah, I stayed at home and watched it on HBO Max. All right. It's a try. <laughs> it's a triple for this one. All HBO Max. <laughs> so I guess let's get started. Uh, some non-spoiler impressions. Uh, Tiffobot, what did you think of Malignant? <laughs> I kind of almost thought you guys were making me do, and I hate you not watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, rid- just a ridiculous concept and uh, not well done. Ooh. Not, not a well done horrible concept. <laughs> I don't, I, it's hard for me. I know that, like, we, we you know, no spoilers, but the, the ridiculous. It's a very hard movie happen, to talk about yes, without yeah, spoilers. Without saying anything, I want you guys to know. That you will never see what you want to happen in this film, you are not going to see happen. And then what you may may not want to see will happen. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Well, you did get to see the end credits eventually, so you got one thing you wanted out of it. Oh, yeah, like the end. Yeah, was, it I didn't want to see that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, that's as much as I can say without like okay. really going for it. All right. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Yeah, this is a really tough movie to <laughs> give like an honest opinion on. Uh, all right, so for if you listen to the show before, I'm not a big horror movie fan at all. Like, I, I just don't see the point to them because they're you know they there's tropes that they have to do, and the ending is never really the ending. But if you do a good movie that happens to have horror elements in it, I'm fine with that. I'm totally cool with that. So this one, you know. Okay, I didn't hate it. I did not hate it. I really like James Wan as a filmmaker. I really like visually how the movie looked. And I, as much as I like kind of pew-pewed this movie all the way through it, I was intrigued as to what the fuck is actually happening. Like, I really wanted to know what the what the answer was. So, yeah, I'm going to say that I... It's not a great horror movie, but it's better than what I thought it was going to be. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so Mark is right and Tiff is right. This is a very hard movie to review. Um, I definitely feel like James Wan made Aquaman and made a billion something dollars and said, <laughs> I'm going to make whatever the fuck I want yes. for my next movie. And yeah. then I will go make Aquaman too. And the WB was like, yeah, sure. You know what? Make whatever the fuck you want. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta tell you guys, I fucking loved this movie. <laughs> Get the okay. fuck out of here. 
But did you love it for the right reason? Well, here's the thing for me, and I, you got to put yourself in the right mindset. And it's such a niche mindset to be in for this movie that I can understand why, like you or Mark or anybody would be like, fuck this movie, it sucks. No, the thing is, like, I totally know what you're talking about. Like, I would watch this again. But I would not watch it the same way. And again, this got to be spoiler free. So go on. Right. So we'll get into it a little more in spoilers. But to me, it's <laughs> an homage to <laughs> movies when I was, I want to say, a freshman or sophomore in high school. So those early 90s. God, I mean, I mean, the early uh, 2010s. I'm super cool and hip. Um, the early 90s, like non-internet time, like you would go to the video store and there'd be a bunch of like low budget shitty direct to video horror movies mm-hmm. and you would rent them and just watch them and they were sometimes okay and sometimes stupid and sometimes goofy and sometimes bad and the acting was terrible and the story didn't make a lot of sense but you loved them <laughs> that's what this movie is an homage to 100 percent. i 100 do get that when you watch it you can feel some of that and we'll again Explain that when we get there. Right. My problem with that is, is that I have an an enduring affection, as I'm sure you do, for an unintentional, like the room. We discuss that frequently. Um, Or bird, which birdemic, which you don't like. But like, right, that's the one you don't like. Um, I've seen it. It wasn't uh, as good as the room. I I thought it it, it was too self-aware. The room is a treasure. I thought Birdemic was too self-aware. That's my problem with this, is that when you make something that you intentionally do what you're saying, it ruins it. Like it's like a, it's almost like a peek behind the wizard's curtain in the right. right. I am, I am not a fan of that kind of stuff like Sharknado or any of those types of things, but I felt like this movie was James Wan sat down and was like, I want to make a movie like these movies and he fucking nailed it, but it's such a niche that like, there's, there's no way that this is going to be a popular movie with like normal people. No, <laughs> like, no. there's just no way. So I, 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 I struggle with recommending it, but I did love it. And we're being a hundred percent honest. There's no fucking way to um, discuss this movie without spoiling it. So looks like we've got uh, Tiff. Would you say you're a thumbs in the middle? Yes. So like at this point, since I can't say anything that it 100% and I'll explain why when we get there. All right. Markellis, are you in the middle or are you thumbs down? No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not in the middle. I'm middle towards up almost. Okay. And I am huge, huge thumbs up. So (laughs) that's our initial impressions. If you want to go check it out, like we said, it's playing in theaters and on HBO max. So yeah. uh, you're not like going to put yourself out because you can just watch on HBO max. So go watch it, come back. The rest of you stick around. Markellis, let's drop the drop and let's spoil malignant. What's the spoiler? Here's the spoiler. You will die alone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Tiffo bot. Let's start with things you liked. What did you like about malignant? Um, so I will say that it does have a nice kind of look to it. I don't know how to explain. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say the cinematography is, well, it is, it is good. I guess it is cinematography, but there's like just some shots where like he does this thing because we can spoil now, right? Yeah. Yes. Where he will sometimes set you up for what you think is go- something that you think bad is going to happen. And then he tricks you, which is a very common, like, 
especially back like in what you're kind of saying when um, maybe you didn't have the budget to do some things that you really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So you would sometimes like imply something that was going to happen. But what I'm talking about in this movie specifically, what I liked, like for instance, was there's a scene where the blender is on <laughs> and I, and I, the whole time that the blender was on, I felt anxious because I, I am terrified as I think a lot of people are of just that generally that's something like you're going to get your finger Blenders? in there or some shit. Like, oh. you know what I mean? Oh, I have a fear that like, even though that's not going to happen. You don't want to like wake I, up in the morning and like, there's a protein shake, like pre-made on your counter, just sitting there. You don't know. No, how. I don't want that. We don't <laughs> No, I put the blender away when I'm done using it, but like, I was afraid he was going to go out there and there was going to be like some already something in there mm. or he was going to be like, why what's in the bottom. Right. But then, but then nothing happened. It was like a false, Care. Well, at the beginning there, I was actually kind of pissed off at the malignant because <laughs> I was like, well, this is fucking asshole. Like, you're going to come in my house, turn on the appliances, leave the fucking fridge open, leave the <laughs> windows and the doors open. Like, it, either murder us or haunt us, but don't be costing me fucking electricity <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. You're not you're not paying the bills. And you're, not, you're, you're just a fucking monster hanging out in the house. Go get yourself a job and come back and you can leave the fridge open. Yeah, Otherwise, you can pay the, get in the basement, pay me $400 a right. month because it's mortgage. You want to live mortgage. in the walls haunting this place. It's not cheap, buddy. <laughs> it's yeah. not cheap. But there's another scene where like the guy's legs are over the bed and there's like that under the shot, under the bed shot. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. They're going to like cut his Achilles tendon. Right. But then nothing happened. Like it's it just, it's just like it's just like, and I actually liked that. I know that sounds really irritating, but I was like, it's an interesting kind of turn, right? Where you're like, you get that feeling, but there's no. It's almost like the scare releases you because you're you've been scared, so like you get that adrenaline and it kind of passes. Mm-hmm. But like this kind of left you with this like that lingering kind of uneasiness, which I thought was kind of nice. I liked that. Mm-hmm. I I mean, the weird thing is, is that like I did like some of the other like kills and things like that but uh okay so like when you saw the kills happen it's outrageous but then like the after effects i could tell that somebody really lovingly crafted those that's the kind of stuff <laughs> i'm talking about okay um yeah i like that all right uh mark ellis. mark ellis uh how about you yeah, there was some uh some so this movie it it tries to walk a fine line between you know, I'm going to take something really silly and goofy, but I'm going to take it serious, you know, almost like a like an M Night Shyamalan would try to do. So like the beginning of the movie, I couldn't really tell what year it was cuz, you know, the house was old, the car she was driving was old. The guys watching UFC on like an old TV and I'm like, "What? That was old UFC too. That was like <laughs> Like old, so I'm like, what year is this? But then he's on a cell phone, and I'm like, okay, now nah, I'm, I'm I'm totally fucking confused now. Um, I love the doctors in the beginning, like the very beginning of the movie, like their dialogue. I'm like, oh, it's that type of movie where we're just going crazy and over the top. But there's this evil voice, like uh, whatever he was saying, like he's gonna kill them. I'm gonna kill you all. But then you see them drag the body away, and it's like this little girl socks with like little kittens on the side of it i'm like what what is happening in this movie so right there i'm like i'm trying to figure out the mystery is is going so i'm intrigued um and then they go like behind the sheet and it's like you're like is this pumpkin head yeah yeah there's a lot of really cool camera shots there's one shot where the camera's like looking down Mm -hmm. um and she's going from room to room 
uh, throughout the house that I thought was amazing. I thought that was just like James Wan just doing his thing. I love that. Uh, I loved everything about old Seattle. I don't know if that's a real thing or not, but I thought it was cool. Um, I, I, I never wanted to go to Seattle, but I would definitely check that out. I, <laughs> there's a part where the killer kills everyone at the police station, right? <laughs> and there's... So there's like the main, there's the main cop, the main good looking, handsome cop that everyone loves and his partner. And, you know, the partner gets slashed in the stomach. She gets slashed. He gets uh-huh. like a chair or something thrown on him. So he's down for the count. He like, he attacked the killer and he put like his arm in a chair yeah. and then he twisted it. So it like broke his arm. Right. Right. So they're beat up and they're like, oh, let me help you up. And they're limping <laughs> towards the door. And the killer goes on the other side of the room. And throws a chair. <laughs> and not, and hits them both like a fucking bowling ball hitting pins. And I fucking died. It was hilarious. So I'm like, this movie is amazing. It's like, just, just for that, it's amazing. And then there's a part at the end where the sister gets shot in the head by the killer. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I wrote down oh in my, my notes God. five stars if you're gonna kill the the sweet sister that's trying to like help help solve the the mystery. Oh, um, the best part about that sister bark is that she got penned by this giant fucking table in the room that only the only malignant had the strength to throw on top of her. It was so heavy, right? It pins her out of the ground on top of her legs, and then her sister lifts it off her, and she just gets up and is walking. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, there is like a scene in this movie. Um, I'm so sorry. Where the sis, where there's a person, and we find out who it is later, but who's like giving ghost tours. Yeah, and I'm like it's just like, who the fuck is this person? And yeah, why I do thought I that was shit? the main character for like 15 I minutes. I kept asking. I watched this with my boyfriend, and I kept saying, "Is that the same person? Why does she look old as shit?" <laughs> like I just couldn't figure out the fuck was going on. Malignant will age you, man. Oh. And that okay, was. I'm sorry. This the... is not the part where we talk about what we hate. I'm just saying that there was just some like weird shit. Yeah, when she got kidnapped, I was like, "What? How is she tied to the story?" Like, I was really intrigued by this mystery. And um, <laughs> you know, when they revealed who it was and how it was, and when she falls through the fucking ceiling. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm having a flashback. I think like oh my God. I watch this fucking absorb it because you're like, remember that? And I'm like, oh my God, I do. <laughs> so there is things in this movie that's, you know, like I said, he's he's definitely aiming. He's walking a thin line. He's definitely aiming for a certain type of movie. Um, I'm not 100% sure if he succeeds, but those scenes, those like really goofy scenes, I thought worked really well. So, yeah, I did like that. So I feel like maybe you skipped and you haven't seen it and you're going to listen to the spoilers anyway. So I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, like I thought the marketing for this movie, just to beginning way before we even get into the movie, the marketing is fucking hilarious because they knew the only way to get people to watch this movie was to try to trick you into thinking it was another (laughs) like The Conjuring type of movie. And I remember seeing the trailers and being like, oh, this looks stupid. It looks like every other horror movie that's come out in the last five years. And 
the only reason we're watching this, and I'll be honest up front with you guys, is because we're still technically in COVID and, you know, the release schedule is just fucked. So I went through and I was like, all right, Malignant, it's coming out on HBO Max, James Wan, new movie, uh, put it on the schedule. And the only reason Tiff is here is because I didn't even watch a trailer for it before I put it on the schedule. <laughs> then I saw the trailer when we went to see, uh, shit, what the fuck movie was that? I don't even remember. Candyman. I saw yeah. the trailer before oh. Candyman. And I was like, oh, shit, Aubrey can't watch that. <laughs> But they, 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 so they kind of make it look like it's a, a haunted house type movie. It's not at all. Uh, about halfway through this movie, it takes a twist. So all these things are happening and you don't know why. And it turns out that she had a twin brother that was like a tetratoma. Yeah, yeah. you guys, listen, I have, I, have, I have had tetratomas removed. Did they have arms and go, yeah. No, but they had hair and teeth. Oh, Welcome gross. to the horror podcast, oh. baby. <laughs> it's her conjoined twin that was like oh, not fuck. really a person, and it's attached to her back. And it is at this fucking point in the movie where I I just kept asking, "Is this offensive? offensive? I I feel like this whole movie is offensive. <laughs> they, so it's like it was a, it was a practical effect too. I thought it would look pretty fun and and pretty funny and cool, like when it was on her back and it had arms like flapping around, like yeah. Oh. Holy For shit. some reason, all right, do they ever explain this? Either of you guys can answer this question. Do they ever explain why her conjoined twin had uh, super strength, no. uh, the ability to do, do parkour and <laughs> karate and um, electrical powers? Now, here's the thing about that. Never explained. Um, additionally, this movie explains eventually that. Um, so the Teratoma's name is Gabriel. Yeah. And. Um, that Gabriel has been inside of her this whole time and was only was only awoken by the blow that her abusive husband dealt her. Right. In the back so of the this head. is this so is the best part, Tiff. They, they cut the fucking thing off. Oh, they cut Jesus. it. They, they're like, okay, we're gonna cut oh, it. We're gonna, it we're gonna cut it. They're gonna cut off the cancer. So they cut off as much as they could, but they were attached to the brain. Um, so they left a little bit and they're like, yeah, we just pushed it inside. Like it was a fucking puzzle piece. They were like, uh, smush, click, done. <laughs> I wish I could explain it better, but they literally just go and like push it inside her head, plop a piece of skull on it. They're like, yeah, just sew her up. It's fine. Yeah, we're done. We're all done here. So, I'm so having now, a hard time. her fucking, so what's happening is, is her husband like punched <laughs> in the face at the beginning of the movie and it awoke the thing in her skull. Oh <laughs> like it comes to life. And, um, you guys, I'm crying. The, so the first half of the movie is not great. And I even, I put it in the, ch- in our chat, Mark, and I said, this movie fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's tricking you into thinking it's, uh, like horror um ghost house movie like you're expecting like every horror movie's been for the last like five years and the acting is horrendous awful just awful <laughs> um i don't want to age myself again because i want to seem hip and cool to the listeners especially all our friends in kuwait but um if you, <laughs> you remember tiff do you remember the tv show silk stockings on usa <laughs> okay yes i do it reminded me of that <laughs> jesus christ it is you got, I don't even know how to explain to you. I I would almost say I would almost assume that there would be times when he was like, "Cut! I'm gonna need you to do that again, but worse." Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> like, um, but the part that bothered me at this point was that, like, okay, and and again, like you said, 
it really doesn't matter because I, I agree. I don't think that's the point, but she's a nurse, right? And her head has been bleeding for weeks. (laughs) And she's like, seems fine. Yeah. Like even before weird shit starts happening, she'll be like touching the back of her head and there's blood. And she's like, all right. So, it, it's it so the movie then flips at that point where you find out that it's really her I don't even know what you want to call it like it it it, it, it comes to life and does evil by being like Bleh, and it comes out of the back of her head <laughs> oh jeez she walks backwards right. she walks backwards <laughs> Oh my god! And it's never explained why it knows parkour or karate or anything. But um, and 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 at that point where that mo- the movie flips, I was just a hundred percent all in. It was so bad in a good way. It was bad in a good way. It was so fun. It was fucking ridiculous. And there's just ridiculous things that you pick up on while you're watching it that I'm just rolling like the fucking um. The police force, the entire Seattle police force is just like, all right, well, five o'clock and they shut off the lights. And go. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff about the police that are really weird. Like when they show up, when when she first when they first show up, um, his woman partner cop says, oh, here comes Miss Lonely Hearts. And I was like, you're at the scene of a gruesome crime. <laughs> Seriously. And then like, what are my favorite? Yeah. My favorite scenes in this whole movie, and, and it kind of encapsulates the whole thing. It actually reminded me of a PlayStation 1 um, B-grade survival horror game when her sister decides to go investigate. Yeah. Like, why? Why is this happening? Oh, by the way, before that happens, another thing that was hilarious was he was like, we had our sketch artist draw up this picture of uh, what Jesus the Christ. girl would look like uh, 30 years later. And it looks exactly, exactly. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> someone sat down and drew the fucking camera. Well, it's like, but the thing is, is that like, this girl has had the same hairstyle since she was seven. Right. Yeah. So why why couldn't uh, Gabriel inside her head be like, hey, why don't you get a haircut? <laughs> <laughs> the sister decides to go investigate. Like, what happened? Why is this happening? And so she goes, she goes, where's the mental hospital where she originally was? And they're like, oh, it's down the road. It hasn't been used in 30 years. <laughs> it's still there. And it looks like a haunted castle. Yeah. Not a cliff. That was kind of- she parks on a cliff. <laughs> There's no railing or anything. It's just a fucking cliff. Like, who designed this place? It's the most unsafe fucking parking lot I've ever seen. And she just goes in and it's it's creepy and she finds the stuff she needs right away and nothing happens to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily, her mom still has like the VCR hooked up because she walked out of there with a box of videotapes. Yeah, it, it, that was like a like 10, 10 to 15 minutes of the movie. That nothing happened other than watching her walk around in a, a creepy room. But yep. uh, that the is best the problem, it's two hours long. Yeah. The best scene in this whole movie, hands down, they they ca- they ca- they capture um, Gabriel slash the main character yeah. who are sharing the same body. Uh, they put her in a jail cell. Right. The jail cell is filled with every stereotype from women's <laughs> prison movies. Yes. <laughs> It's like a 70s uh, black girl and an afro. There's a butch lesbian. Um, it's like prostitutes. A good one were like, what can, what can we find? Yeah. There, it was like prostitutes straight out of like central casting. Like, it, And they start beating her up. And then Gabriel like comes out and fights all of them while walking backwards uh, using karate and uh-huh. matrix moves. And it's fucking hilarious. No, see, my favorite part of this movie is, yes, it is that part. But she, go, Gabriel, goes and um, puts on a jacket with the collar flipped up, and then it looks, it looks, 
to all appearances to be a person inside of a coat that they have zipped all the way to the top and just set a fake head on. <laughs> and there's the person like flipping over tables and shit. So, it is awful. Yeah, it, it just takes such a crazy turn and it was ridiculous and fun. And I, I just, I really liked all that stuff about it. But with the good must come the bad. So Tiffabot, what didn't you like about Malignant? Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. I couldn't help it. I know, like, the thing is that, like, the only thing I love more than loving something is hating something. Yeah. And so, like, you're talking, I'm like, I gotta talk about that because it's so fucking ridiculous. But, like, you guys, here's some things I didn't like about it that are a little bit less funny was that, like, I do feel like, and, and I kind of get, like, actually what you said about, like, early, I would say even, like, probably, like, I know what you did last summer okay. and stuff like that. Where, like, there's violence, but it's tolerable. You mean, like, they kind of turn away from it a little bit. It looks over, it's, like, theatrical. and But then they would do, like, this weird stuff where they were, like, like for instance, they showed you the face of that guy that uh, Gabriel killed. And it was a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the guy like a that lot. was, like, the guy that's, like, why would anyone want to kill the doctor? She never hurt anyone she except so that bad. one time. Yeah, yeah. Except Where he was standing time. there and she, they murdered some tetratoma monster. Like, I didn't like that. You know what I mean? And then that guy, he like the in. The, I kind of want to now. You're kind of like getting me to want to fucking watch it again, which I kind of hate you for. But like, <laughs> uh, the window is open and there's wet footprints leading into the closet. Right. Now, even if one of my colleagues hadn't been killed recently, I would be like, "Huh, gonna call the police." Or at least get out of my house. Or at least close the window. Yeah, something. (laughs) But, like, the guy... So, okay. Well, there we are again. I mean, Gabriel's just an asshole leaving shit open around. (laughs) Why would would they care? Fucking, it's not their house. But uh, uh, the police force is both the funniest thing and the most irritating thing about this movie to me. Because, like, there's a part where the... So the part where the woman gets killed, the psych, the psychiatrist or doctor or whatever that performed the surgery, best surgeon award, hilarious. <laughs> um, she has all these... They've She's kept a record of every patient she's ever had. And the one detective says, we're going to take this down to the station and look through them. And the other detective says, all of them? I'm like, that is what you do in an investigation. <laughs> yes. There's been a horrendous crime. Also, probably one of my favorite lines in the whole movie... Um, was that they connected the crimes because he says the similar level of brutality. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine being like there'd be two crimes committed and the only linking thing between them was that they were both brutal and therefore it was the same person? Like there was no other similarities to the crimes. Like and also the fact that like the wife they're like it was the wife, but they never bring her in for questioning until like much, much later in the movie when they actually arrest her because they witness her doing something. Like, oh, no, the woman falls out of the ceiling and yes. they arrest her. Yeah. So, like, it's just and, – and I get that those are, like – but now that you're, like, fucking t- saying all this shit, like – because, like, looking back on it, I'm like, no, that does feel like it was fucking intentionally ridiculous. Like, that does – why would you do that unless you were doing it on purpose? So now I kind of want to watch it again. <laughs> I'm really upset right now. I cannot tell you how upset I am right now knowing that I am going to leave this podcast and potentially watch this movie again in the next coming days. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like – I mean, it was just like the little things that bothered me because, like, I do – and I know that's probably it's not true for, like, a lot of people, but, like, uh, I have a big thing with, like – so if violence is necessary to a story, I want to see it. Yeah. Right? 
if it's not necessary to a story, then I don't want to see it. I don't want, I want to see what a story intends. Like if it has the intention to be a violent movie, then like, yeah, show me not like, don't pull away. Don't turn the camera. I want to like see it happen. But if it's a movie that's like, oh, it's this, 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 and it's all happens to just, but we're going to throw some violence in so that everyone gets something. No, but now that you're saying those things about it, I, you're fucking, don't change my mind. I hate that. <laughs> Too late. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. It was, fuck, I'm going to be thinking, I'm going to think about this fucking movie for, day, for days. For fucking days. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Marcellus, how about you? Some things you didn't like about Malignant. Uh, you know, there was the typical horror movie things. Like, I can't imagine anyone in the year of our Lord 2021 going into a dark room going, hello, without pulling out their cell phone without pulling out any kind of light. Like I, that, I can't imagine that. And so when I see stuff like that happen and people walk into a dark room and I'm like, oh, maybe they just don't have a cell phone. And then you see them pull a cell phone out later. I'm like, well, why don't you just use that to light the fucking hallway? So that annoyed me. Uh, the cop investigating the killer, like he knows who the next victim is, but he doesn't call for backup at all. He just go, goes and does it by himself. It's fucking stupid. And it's a long chase scene, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, And the main thing is, yeah, they don't really explain how is it that Gabriel has all of these superpowers. Now, I'm going to imagine that it has to do with how he was conceived because that wasn't it wasn't a good way. Um, So I'm I'm thinking that that's a story for another time. Why Gabriel has superpowers. The backwards fighting. It's, it's, I'm sure it sounded like a good idea on paper, but it just looked fucking stupid. It reminded me of, um, uh, and Joe, you probably won't get this at all, but, uh, it, the, the first Harry Potter movie, it's revealed that spoilers that Voldemort has been hiding inside of the back oh, of the guy's head. No. Yeah. I had to watch that for uh guest appearance on gutting the sacred cow. And that was hilarious to me when that <laughs> happened. So it, it's, it reminded me a lot of that, but if Voldemort started to fight backwards, and it, oh god! And it just looked dumb. Like I'm, I, I'm trying to like, I'm like, yeah, okay, James Wan, I see what you're trying to do, but the fighting thing will just look dumb. And well, then, at least he was able to move around and do stuff while he was backwards. I, that was my thing with uh, Harry Potter was why didn't Harry just run around behind that guy and punch Voldemort in the face? <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you got to close your eyes. That's right. Oh my god! And the the last thing the the last thing that I hated was the okay so. She, uh, the main character is able to Madison. So Madison is able to figure out how to control Gabriel. You know, mm-hmm. like she realizes her power. She's like, okay, now I have the power. Now I'm going to do to you what you did to me. And it ends with her kind of locking him into the cage. And Where then, the, the most low budget, like jail cells <laughs> set of all time. Right. It's like, we still have this set left that we got like a few days left. So clear everybody out. We're just going to use this one set. And, you know, he says something like, I'll, you know, I'll find my way out. And she's like, next time I'll be ready. And I'm like, boo. <laughs> Garbage. So yeah. Yeah. I, you know, there are certain things that I didn't like about it, but, and then that was the, that last line was really the one that, that did me in. All right. Um, so for me, it, it's hard to say these were things I didn't like because, yes, the acting is terrible in this movie. Yes, there are things that make zero sense um, that aren't even explained. Um, we've referenced multiple times that, 
Gabriel comes out of the back of this woman's head and suddenly has the powers of, uh, you know, Spider-Man jumping down the fucking, uh, fire escape, like all that stuff. Um, well, did you, when that guy was chasing him down the fire escape and then he just jumps off and like lands (laughs) on the fucking dumpster on his shoulder. Oh my God. What was he doing? What was your plan there? (laughs) Well, there is, I think when you're watching this movie too, is that like, you're until the end, you're like not 100% sure that like that is not supernatural. It is supernatural because yeah. of the power and stuff like that. But like you kind of get the impression that like it's a spirit of some kind rather than yeah. like an actual physical presence. But no, it is an actual physical presence. And I guess I like because of the way that they shot her being like watching it from above or like whatever. But like I guess that would be like if you weren't in control of your body, it's kind of an interesting way to shoot that. Mm-hmm. But so there'd be times when like shit would be happening and like I would be like, why doesn't it why doesn't it just dissipate? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I kept thinking, It's a person. Why is it because it's real. <laughs> yep. But like seeing some of the stuff that it did, like it, it alternated between like freaky, like the movements, and ridiculous. So like, I get that. I don't know. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean the movie's just just dumb, but it's supposed to be dumb mm-hmm, so the right. acting being bad stuff not making sense uh terrible like dialogue like they find that thing um that the award that he used to kill people and they're like i think that might be the thing he uses to kill people <laughs> like you think so it's it's the award from the doctor's house covered in blood and it's a big spike uh, which they do spend a lot when they when they find it they spend like they give it like a three minute also i noticed something else you're fucking my mind is being blown kind of actually, but like the move, the music never matched. Yep. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like, there was yep. a scene when she's looking at the fucking folder and she's like, obviously like remembering Gabriel and, uh, see, I, and Madison. Right. Cause, she, but the music they're playing sounds sexy kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember like, I was well, like, is I mean, she in love with the tumor? Gabriel spends a lot of time inside of her. So, <laughs> No, no, no. The doctor. Oh, no. The doctor is like looking at it. And I was just like, ah, but we don't see it with the picture. And I thought from the beginning of the movie, I thought that it was the tumor was controlling her. Yeah. But not in the way that not in the way that you would think, like not in this way. Right. Like, so I thought she was like, oh, she loves the tumor. So but, but it wasn't. It, it's really hard for me to sit here and say these are things I didn't like because, yeah, they're flaws in the movie, but I feel like they're supposed to be there. Um, so uh, they aren't really things I didn't like. Like, I, I think the first maybe hour of this movie is almost excruciating. But <laughs> nah. when you finish when you finish watching it, it makes sense to why it had to be there. Like, you know, the bad acting, the bad music choices, some of the most ri- more ridiculous things in the movie that the, the it all makes sense why it's supposed to be there. So I'm not going to shit on anything in it, but <laughs> malignant. Um, I, we got to get a score. That's all there is to it. We have to score this movie zero to five, five being the best zero being the worst. Tiffobot from France Patrol. What do you have? For oh, that's so hard. Why are you doing this to me? Cause you've, you've changed me. I've changed since the beginning of this podcast. I'm not, I'm no longer than me. I was. And so <laughs> this is, I almost, this is your, your twin growing out of the back of your I, head. I almost, now gonna score yes. I'm, like, I'm facing backwards now. I'm sitting in my chair backwards and it's, <laughs> pop your collar up oh jesus um i almost want i know that this is not allowed but i almost want to say question mark out of that's fine okay because i'm, I'm like not 100 sure how i feel anymore 
All right. Question mark out of five for a Tivobot. Markellis, how about you? Uh, so, yeah, I just want to say real quick a couple of things. I kind of wish I had Sawdust in a theater. You know what I mean? Like, this seems like one of those, like, crowd participation movies that would be kind of fun. There yeah, was... I, I, it reminds me a lot of when we saw, you weren't with us, but myself and my daughter saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, I don't want to say boring, but it's mostly a drama about Leonardo DiCaprio's a- being an actor, right? Yeah. Then all of a sudden the movie just goes fucking nuts and they're <laughs> kill those people. And oh, the, yes. All the old people in the movie theater were like disgusted, right. and, like <laughs> verbally, like out loud, like angry and disgusted. And I, I would just have loved to go to a movie theater with a packed theater of people expecting Conjuring 7 mm-hmm. that then got this halfway through. It. So, it's not too late. Yeah, nobody's going to see this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh there was like a, a like a blatant jump scare in the middle of the movie. Or like some like little body like ran across the screen and it was like this loud screeching sound and I'm like, "Oh, was that a was that a kid? What was that? What what does that mean?" It meant nothing. <laughs> yeah, yes. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the movie that means nothing. Yes. It, it, that will make that will leave you lying awake at night. <laughs> I completely forgot about the blender scene, Tiff, until you brought it up. He does take a long time shooting that blender. It has a really like soft pull on it, so that you you like, oh shit, something's gonna happen with that blender. Yes. Nothing happens. <laughs> and he's like, "Welcome to disappointment, you fucking idiot." <laughs> so, it's, so I'm gonna. This was a really tough movie for me to 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 grade. I'm going to say. Because of the technical aspect of it, like it's beautifully shot. It's it's very competently shot. It looks really cool. And the when the jokes land, the intentional slash unintentional jokes, when they land, they're fucking awesome. So I'm going to give this a three and a half out of five. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is a lot higher than I expected. All right. All right. So. You know, I said it at the top of this review and I'll say it again. There's there's really two ways to score this. And and I think if you're a normal person, um, not like us, but you're a normal person and you just sat down and watched this movie, you would probably hate it and probably give it around like a one or a one and a half. Yeah. Um, for me, as someone who has that background, I fit right into that niche of what uh, James Wan was trying to do. And as soon as things started happening in the movie, I realized exactly what kind of movie this was. And I was just in love. Um, it's fucking hilarious. There's so many levels this that are funny between the bait and switch marketing and the thought of what it did to normal people trying to watch this to um, the ridiculousness of the movie. Uh, you know, the fact that James Wan was just like, I'm going to make this butt fuckingly insane movie and I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, and the fact that it exists and is just like a beautiful homage to all those amazing direct to video, direct to red box, bad horror movies from the past. Uh, for me, it's a five out of five. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know what, what, what should have been a giveaway about that too, is like the whole beginning of the movie, like even as the credits are starting, it's like a weird videotape, like tracking thing It's like, yep. if, you, if you grab the movie from the nineties and you put it in your VCR, mm-hmm. it looked like that. Yeah. So that, that should have been a dead giveaway. What type of movie it was. Yeah. And it took a while to click in. Um, but I, I, this is not going to be for everybody. And I would never recommend this to like normal people. Like there are certain people I'm friends with or know or talk to that. I would say, you got to check this out. I'm like my friend Corey, um, that I've been friends with forever from when we 
friends since sixth grade and we used to rent these terrible movies together all the time uh, instead of talking to girls we would <laughs> I, i'm immediately going to tell them you need to watch this movie uh my wife i'm not telling her she's this movie. You know, uh, my mom god rest her soul would hate this movie yeah <laughs> like normal people will hate this movie but uh weirdos will love this movie so for me a five out of five all right well that's our scores from malignant let us know what you thought by jumping on social media sliding in those dms or hitting us up let's wrap it up before we tap it up and let's get some recommendations from the peanut gallery Tiffobot, tell us where we can find everything Fans on Patrol and hear you every week, and then give us a recommendation for the listeners. Okay, so just once again, you can find us mostly on fansonpatrol.com. That'll be your easiest way to like get out and branch out to our uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, which is at Fans on Patrol. And listen to us on your favorite listening platform. We'd love to hear from you, um, and we hope that you would enjoy us as well, because we're similar uh, to So Wizard. We're friends. We're buddies. My recommendation for people listening is actually changed because I was going to recommend something else. Uh, but halfway through listening to this, I was kind of inspired by um, Mark uh, because he mentioned the scene in um, Harry Potter where the head is on the back of Voldemort's head is on the back of uh, the teacher. I have a brain fart. But anyway, Mr. Quirrell. Uh, so there is a version of this movie called wizard people dear reader um and it is does you do know who brad neely is he's a comedian he did like the professor brothers and like that george washington song that went viral on the internet back in like the early 2000s and china illinois which was on adult swim anyway what he's done is taken out all the sound of the first harry potter movie and then he narrates it and does all the voices he changes the story it's called Dear People, Wizard, Wizard People, Dear Reader. And it's fucking weird and off-putting. And you have to fucking sync a player up and turn the sound off on a DVD. Nice. So I would like you all to, if you have any interest in something fucking weird and hilarious, I feel like we're meeting in the two roads here. Um, I would search that out. You can read about it on Wikipedia and then figure out how to do it. Because it's wink, wink, illegal. So. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Markellis, what do you have for the listeners this week? I'm going to say no one appreciates Tifflebot being on a show more than Aubrey right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I appreciate being able to do this because, yes, Aubrey and I do share a similar loathing for things. Yes. <laughs> you guys are kindred spirits. <laughs> uh, so I want to recommend uh, – well – I'm just going to throw this out there. I haven't seen it yet, but I've been hearing good things about it. Um, one of my favorite movies from a few years ago was Dr. Sleep, um, directed by Mike Flanagan. Um, and it kind of made me curious about some of his other movies that he's done. Now, I know there's like a series of Ouija movies that um, uh-huh. I think. <laughs> it's a Ouija. <laughs> um, I know they got like a really like. All of them got bad reviews, except for the second one. The second one is supposed to be really good. So that is what I'm going to recommend. It's called Ouija Origin of Evil, directed by Mike Flanagan, who's building up his name as a horror uh, filmmaker. Um, Dr. Sleep is amazing. I know he did Haunting on Bly Manor or something, some show that was on Netflix that everyone loved. Uh, But he's one of the... 
this movie kind of made me want to watch like a, a good horror movie. And uh, I believe, based on the reviews, that Ouija Part 2 Origin of Evil is that. So that's going to be my recommendation. All right. Well, I will recommend that everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the <laughs> podcast every week. There's links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. There's movie reviews. There's comic reviews. There's so much more at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com backslash SoWizardPodcast. There's hours of free exclusive content there. We've been uploading stuff stuff from fan expo boston over the last couple days so check that out don't forget our patreon patreon.com backslash so is podcast you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes content and more this month it's the only place to hear our reviews of the witcher anime why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash and uh, the Evangelion Rebuild movies. Uh, so check out our Patreon. We greatly appreciate it if you support us monetarily on there. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, recommendation-wise, I really don't have much. Uh, I have not been doing much, as I said, at the top of the show. But my wife is very much enjoying a new show on Hulu where Steve Martin, Martin Short, and strangely Selena Gomez are solving murder mysteries. Not my thing at all, but she's huge into Columbo and that kind of stuff. And she seems to really, really like it. It's called Only Murders in the Building. Um, I've watched that and I like it too. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to question Jen's taste and stuff because she <laughs> wants to spend the rest of her life with me for some unknown reason. So uh, I'm going to say it's it's probably pretty good. So check that out. Also, I think you should check out the movie Kate on Netflix because that, my friends, is what we'll be reviewing next week. With a special guest, Aubrey will be back, but also Adam Wallyhawk will be coming to join us from YouTube, and we're going to review Kate on Netflix, so check it out and come on back, but that is going to do it for episode number 371 of the So Wizard Podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host from the Fans on Patrol podcast, Tiffobots. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I Listen, I've changed. <laughs> <laughs> And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Yeah, changing lives. That's what we do here at So Wizard Podcast. Uh, everybody have a great week and Wakanda forever. So uh, turn backwards, pop that collar, and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> oh, Good shit. journey. <laughs>